This is Jeffrey Hunt for WhenTheCurvesLineUp.com. Please read our articles on the website. This is the podcast for June 9, 2023. The summary is that Saturn and the gibbous moon are in the eastern sky this morning. Venus continues to chase Mars in the western evening sky. Sunrise in Chicago this morning is at 5.16 a.m. Central Daylight Time. Sunset follows at 8.25 p.m. In the morning sky, the gibbous moon, 68% illuminated, is in the southeastern sky 8.6 degrees to the lower right of Saturn. The moon's phase is half full, last quarter tomorrow. Saturn is higher in the southeastern sky each morning. The planet is moving slowly eastward against Aquarius dim stars. Even at the middle of morning twilight, the constellation does not have any bright stars to reference with the planet's motions. Although the star Fomalot meaning the mouth of the southern fish, is over 10 degrees above the horizon and nearly 20 degrees to the lower right of Saturn. Additionally, Deneb Kaitos, Cetus tail, is above the horizon in the east-southeast. At this hour, bright Jupiter is nearly 15 degrees up in the east. It is moving eastward against Aries. The Jovian giant is 11.4 degrees to the lower right of Hamel the constellation's brightest star. Jupiter is not high enough in the sky for good telescopic views. It is blurred and reddened by the lower layers of atmosphere, like the sun and moon when they rise or set. 30 minutes before sunup, Mercury is over 5 degrees above the east-northeast horizon and over 20 degrees to the lower left of Jupiter. The speedy planet is brightening, but a binocular's optical assist is needed to see it in this pre-dawn light. The planet begins its retreat back into bright sunlight, rising later compared to sunrise each morning. Early next month, it passes behind the sun. In the evening sky, Venus is nearing its brightest phase of its appearance. It's in the west after sundown. It can be simply identified as that bright star in the western sky. An hour after nightfall, the evening star is about 20 degrees above the western horizon. Each evening it sets earlier compared to sunset. Tonight the difference is 3 hours 7 minutes. From Chicago and in time zones in eastern regions, this occurs before midnight, after midnight for locations farther westward in time zones. Venus is stepping eastward in front of Cancer, to the upper left of Pollux, one of the Gemini twins, and 7.6 degrees to the lower right of Mars. The Venus-Mars gap is closing as Venus overtakes the red planet. Since May 1st, Venus has cut more than 20 degrees from the distance. These articles and the podcasts have been teased with the prediction of when Venus overtakes Mars comparing this situation to the two-train problem from algebra class. You know, the blue train leaves the station heading east at 25 miles per hour. An hour later, the red train leaves at 40 miles per hour. When does the red train catch the blue train? Well, in the case of these planets, this is more like the chained dog chasing the intruder across the yard. If the intruder has a head start, when does the leash and the dog's pursuit? In this Venus-Mars chase, This ends June 30th. 
Venus does not catch Mars. Venus gets to within 3.6 degrees and begins to retreat. Venus moves faster on an orbital track closer to the Sun than Earth. This restricts the distance Venus appears from the Sun. So it appears in the east before sunrise or in the west after sunset. On the other hand, Mars can appear opposite the Sun in the sky, rising in the east when the Sun sets in the west. So Venus is reaching the end of its rope, ending its chase with Mars. Venus continues to brighten and appear as a crescent throughout this month through a telescope as it overtakes our world. This evening, through a binocular, Mars is 4.4 degrees to the upper left of the Beehive star cluster. The Venus-Mars gap is too large for Venus to join Mars in the same field of view with the cluster. After viewing Mars with the cluster, shift the binocular slightly to the lower right, and Venus is visible with the beehive. Tomorrow evening, the two planets may fit into the same field with the beehive, depending upon the binocular's characteristics. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please take a look at our website.